Welcome to The Howler. Your look at the state of Wolfpack athletics. Now here are your hosts, Ethan Berry and Thomas Overton. Welcome back. Another week, another edition of The Howler. Ethan Berry and Thomas Overton alongside you. Thomas, we're doing it on a Monday night this week uh, because the Red Sox are playing at 5 tomorrow. So, uh... So we decided to move it up today so I could watch the game. And uh, how was your Monday going? Monday's been pretty great so far. Big week ahead of us. Huge week ahead of us, especially for me as a as a Red Sox fan. I've been looking at the perspective of NC State playing Clemson and the Red Sox being in game six of the ALCS at the same exact time. And uh, I'll be honest, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> it's going to be uh, it's gonna be an emotional day for me. But... Um, we might as well get right into it. NC State and Clemson uh, this week. This is it. To me, this is the game. I mean, uh, this is NC State's opportunity. And, um, you know, I think NC State had an opportunity last year to really, like, make itself relevant in the national discussion. And they didn't against Notre Dame and Clemson. But that, to me, that was a more difficult task because – you had two games against Notre Dame and Clemson. So that was two games instead of one because State had already lost once. And so State went into the Notre Dame and Clemson games with an opportunity to jump right into the playoff discussion. It didn't happen, which is fine. Um, Naheem Hines got hurt on, like, the third play of the game, and that pretty much screwed State over for the next two games. But um, another opportunity this week. And that, those are my initial thoughts. This is an opportunity for NC State to jump into the national discussion and be like, I know you guys have been overlooking us for months, but here we are, and, um, you know, we're relevant. Yeah, this is a really big game for State. Uh, if they want the voters to start taking them, like, extra seriously, I mean, respectively, right now, what, 16th in the newest AP poll? Yeah, 16th. Which is decent. I mean, it's not super great for an undefeated Power 5 team, but State's strength schedule right now not where most other teams are. So Yeah, I agree. I agree that the strength schedule isn't where other teams are, but I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be. Right, right. You've got James Madison, who's an FCS team, who a lot of people have said would beat a lot of FBS teams. Georgia State, they're bad. Marshall, that was a road win. That's a team that w maybe wins eight games. Right. I mean, a lot of people have been talking about Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech, the transitive property doesn't work in sports, but just for reference, Virginia Tech lost to ODU by two touchdowns. And then Marshall beat ODU by two or three touchdowns, I want to say. NC State beat it, beat Marshall by three touchdowns. So Marshall's a good road win against a team that wins that's going to win eight or nine games in Conference USA. Then you had Virginia. Virginia just beat Miami. They're now four and two. And uh, then you had Boston College without AJ Dillon. Boston College is still a five and two team. Right. And so it's not like NC State is playing. No, I was just saying for the first couple games of the season. The ranking isn't really where we might think the team is. And then also, the last couple games of the season, probably no matter how many you win, you're not going to get much respect or as much as maybe they should. And so this, it really comes down to this game, in my opinion, for State to crack the top ten. Um, I think so, too. I think a, I think a State team would get into the top ten if they're sitting there at 11-1 with a loss to Clemson. Okay. Um. But I just think people don't want to people don't want to talk about NC State, and this is going back to the strength of the schedule. But who have other teams beaten? I mean, you look at Clemson; 
they nearly lost to Texas A&M and Syracuse. Right. Then they beat Georgia Tech, who shouldn't even have a football program. They f- faced two other uh, option teams besides Georgia Tech. Georgia Southern, I want to say. Right. And there was another one. Furman? I no, it wasn't Furman. Well, they played Wake. Um, you, you listed all the rest of them, so. Okay, maybe not. Maybe it was just one other then. So they have a, they've beaten Furman, Georgia Southern, Georgia Tech, and Wake Forest by a lot. Is there a bowl team in that group? I think Syracuse is a bowl team. No, 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 not including Syracuse oh, or Texas A&M. Sorry. Those other four games, I, I don't think there's a bowl team there. Maybe Wake Forest. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. So, like, I, I see, and and obviously the Texas A&M-Syracuse games still count, but those were nail-biter games right that came down to the last second of play. Right. And so State's beaten three bowl teams, and Clemson's played two, and both of them were easily Clemson could have lost. So and and you can go into other teams and just be like, well, they haven't played anybody. They haven't played anybody. Right. Well, who counts as a somebody? Well, right? I think you and I are on the same page. Is that some teams get because they're a national brand, they get more yeah. respect from the AP voters, which totally makes sense because they've won national championships and won big games, and state hasn't done that yet. And so to get that respect from the voters, they're going to need to win big games or an ACC championship or something where they can play teams that aren't bowl teams or aren't great teams and still be ranked high. That's what I mean by this opportunity. That's right. the opportunity that's in front of you. Here's a question for you. If NC State put on the Florida State uniform this week, where where would they be ranked? Top 10? So you're saying if, if, if NC State wore Florida State's jerseys and played in their stadium, same exact results, same exact team. Where was Florida State ranked at the beginning of the season? Like That's eight, what I want to know. 18, 19? So top 10. Just because they started so high. Okay, but I think if Florida State had been returning Ryan Finley, they would have been even higher than that in the preseason. So my point being, right. Florida State, if NC State's wearing Florida State jerseys, NC State is easily a top 10 team, maybe even top 5. Um, uh, so... You know that doesn't really matter in the scheme right. of things. But if you're NC State, you want to get to the level where you get that kind of respect that's without right. earning it. That's right. And that's what this kind of game uh, can do for you. Um, so it's a big game. NC State can get into the driver's seat of the playoff discussion with a win this week. Right. The driver's seat. Yes. With the, your hardest game behind you, and um, you know it's kind of far fetched when you say it out loud. You're like, right? What? No. But. An unde- I don't see an undefeated ACC team getting left out. You know, I was I was kind of on the the fence this weekend, and then I saw four top ten teams lose, mm-hmm. and that really helps an undefeated, not SEC or not Big Ten team get in. Because I think an SEC team with one lost Alabama gets in over a state team that's undefeated, in my opinion. Same okay, with the Big Ten so, if it's Ohio State. But right now, there's no other SEC team that will get it that will have one loss. That's what I'm saying. It was okay. a really big weekend yeah. for teams that maybe didn't have the best chance because of those one-loss SEC and Big Ten teams, and now lots of teams lost, like Georgia and Penn State. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I don't like getting into the playoff discussion right now, and it's not because – You brought well, it up, so. No, I, I know <laughs> I brought it up, but a lot of people are talking about, like, well, what if this happens? I just – let's get past Clemson, and then we can talk playoffs. Okay. Right? Because – NC State's a 17-point underdog. I just, for me, I'm just not ready to talk about it yet. If NC State beats Clemson, then I'm all about it. And I don't really subscribe to the theory of like fans looking ahead. That the the team is who can't look ahead. Fans, 
are fans actually even fans if they're not looking ahead? Right, I don't know. That's a good question. So, so uh, you know, that is what it is. I mentioned State's a 17-point underdog. Actually, you know what, before we get into that, there are bowl projections out. I saw two today for the Peach Bowl. For the Peach Bowl. Against Georgia. Which, um, which I was surprised at. Uh, see, I'm not. The college football, the New Year's Six is, is confusing to me. The way somebody explained it to me today is, and I thought that if State is sitting there at 10-2, and two, if State is, what I thought was if State is the number two ACC team. ACC team and Clemson makes the playoff, then State is guaranteed a New Year's Six Bowl. The way I had it to explain to me today is that is not the case because – Don't the playoff games count as a New Year's because Six Bowl? Because the Orange Bowl is in the playoffs. Right. So I guess if Clemson makes the playoffs and the Orange Bowl is in it, then NC State is not guaranteed The ACC a is not guaranteed another spot exactly. just because Clemson's in the playoff Right. is my understanding. So I don't necessarily think an 11-1 and state team – even might even make a New Year's Six Bowl. It'd be you really close. So? Just because of all the teams that have to be included, you have to include a group of five, and you have to well, include Well, there would be three other spots. Else? So there's four playoff teams, and then there's four other bowls. So that would be eight teams. What, a power, uh, non-Power 5 team. The Rose Bowl would have a Big Ten and a Pac-12 team. And I want to say it's the Sugar Bowl would have an SEC team. But regardless, the other bowls would have guaranteed spots. Right. And so there would be three spots left for NC right. State to get. I just don't see an 11-1 and team with a loss to Clemson getting left out. I definitely think it's possible. I just don't think it would happen. I'm saying I think it would be really close. Yeah. One of the it w- uh, State would, would probably get the last spot, in my opinion. I also thought that there was a ranking where you could, like, guarantee a spot in the New Year's Six, and apparently that's not the case either. No, I don't think so. I thought if you were like in the top twelve, then you're guaranteed a spot. But no, because you have to bring in the highest group of five, and so if you're twelve, yeah. with the highest group of five is not twelve, well, twelve doesn't get in. Yeah, that so. makes sense. So I'm more willing to talk about the New Year's Six Next Bowl week. projections. No, 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 I can talk about that now because okay. it doesn't require beating Clemson. Okay, if that makes sense. But I, I, I don't know. There's so much season left to play. I just an eleven and one NC State team. I just don't see it getting left out. It's we'll po- see. it's possible. It, there's no doubt about it. It's possible. The uh, committees uh, shocked me before, so I wouldn't be shocked. I'm no yeah, longer shocked true. with what they do. I, I think the no. first year they made a big mistake leaving out TCU, in my opinion. But oh yeah, well nothing in the NCAA double A at all right. surprises me. That's ever right. Anymore. Except for Alabama being bad, that <laughs> would surprise me. <laughs> um, <sighs> man, we got a lot of ways to go. A lot of different ways to go in, in this discussion. We'll we'll talk more into bowls next week as it becomes clear. Right. Um, but I, I want to talk about what kind of what this game means for this program because two year, uh, three years ago, UNC Chapel Hill was eleven and one. Right. They went to the ACC championship game, lost to Clemson. On it was a one possession game. They were going for the onside kick. They were down for eight, down by eight. Right. They recovered it. There was a penalty called. They had to redo it. They didn't get it. And a lot of uh, okay, f- side note. A lot of people like to pretend that they would have won that game if that hadn't been called. Instead, they would have had to drive down, tie the game, and then get the two point conversion. Right. And then win in overtime. So my brother says uh, he goes to Chapel Hill, and I think he puts it best. He said it would have just been nice to have a chance. Yeah. To win the game, which is true of every game, but still they would have had to win the game. So. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so they went down, lose the ACC championship game, then they played Baylor. 
I don't remember what bowl game it was. Do you remember? Was it the camping? I'm pretty sure it was the Camping World Bowl camping in World Orlando because they were the highest ACC team not in a New Year's Six Bowl. Oh, so they were in a similar position we could be. Right. Let Let me look it up real quick. Where Baylor played the fourth-string quarterback who was a linebacker. Yeah, who couldn't run, literally could not run. It was the Russell Athletic Bowl, which I think is the same thing. So okay, they re- keep renaming it. So re- regardless, so they're sitting there at eleven and one, eleven and two after you lose the game after the championship game, and they they had a chance to take the next step as a program. They could have gotten their twelfth win in a game. Okay, if you play any game against a fourth string quarterback who's not even a quarterback who can't throw the ball, it's a game you should win. Yeah, they should have won that game. I and so they lose that game. Then they come back the next year with Mitch Trubisky, who ended up being the number two overall pick. And I believe they were sitting at eight and three. And Dave Doran beat them. D- they lost to Duke and NC State in back-to-back weeks. Right. They went eight and five. And now we see where they are now. They've won four games in over like a year and a half since then. So they had the opportunity to take the next step, and they didn't. This, not necessarily this game, but the rest of this season is an opportunity for NC State to take that next step. My... NC State won nine games last year, which is a great season. The way it's shaping up this year, NC State, and we talked about this last week, but it's a chance to take the next step as a program, I think. Right. You've got a chance to win 11 games just like they did two years ago. Right? You've got a chance to get a maybe a 12th, bowl, a 12th win in the bowl game. That's taking the next step. And you're going to dro- have a drop-off next year right. without Ryan Finley. And – so to me, you've got to take the next step while you can. See that increase in recruiting, because that was the other problem with Chapel Hill. It did not help their recruiting for some reason. I don't know what the reason was, but their recruiting did not get better after that season. So that's what the state's got to do this year. And it starts this weekend, right? I think. Um, but even if even with a loss this weekend, you can still you can still make that happen. Yeah, right? any any team that's in the ten plus win category is taking steps forward, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, yeah. it's hard to it's hard to imagine a team winning 12 games one year and 10 the next game and saying, oh, they went backwards. I mean, 10 wins in a 12-game season is remarkable for any mm-hmm. team, I think. Um, and especially for State that's been for so long hovering right and around in the 7 to 9 area, including bowl games, for them to get at least 10, and we're looking at more for this season, just the way it's lining up, it could be a really big opportunity for them. I've seen a lot of people say – well, nine and three. We'd have to be nine and three because at the beginning of the year we would have loved nine and three. Right. I I, I disagree. Yeah, we went at over the, this last week. Three yeah. losses is a disappointment for right. us. But so. at the beginning of the year, I had Louisville as a top. I thought NC State was losing to Louisville. Okay. You always knew the Syracuse game was going to be tough. Then you had West Virginia, right? That was three. And I don't. I haven't really changed how I feel about Syracuse, but between the West Virginia and the Louisville games. And Florida State, too, really. Those are three games where you were like, eh. Right. And now you're looking at, like, um, now you're playing ECU instead of West Virginia. Louisville is awful. And then Florida State, they still got talent and they're getting better. But that's still a game you should that's win. That's a game State so, should win with its um maturity. Right. So those are three games right there where you're, like, already you're feeling much better about those three games. So to me – you shouldn't change. You shouldn't keep your expectations lower. I think I had nine and three at the beginning of the year, and like we said last week, that would be a disappointment now. But I just think the way it's turned out, nine and th- like, 
you you shouldn't keep your expectations lower. Right. Just because that's what they were at the beginning of the year. My expectations have changed because the rest of the the rest of the schedule has been so bad, and NC State is better than I expected. Yeah, I mean, aug- the last week in August was a long, long time ago, if you've watched any football. And um, a lot has changed to the schedule, obviously, and I think to the team. And a lot has changed to a lot of other teams that yeah. we thought were going to be playing a lot different than they are right now. So expectations change throughout the season for, I think, just about everyone besides a handful the, of the people top. who are on the team. Yeah. So. Yeah, well, yeah, that too, the players on the I team. I don't think the athletes are looking at it any differently because I don't think they look in the same perspective as we do, obviously. Right. I mean, you got to go out there and think you can win every game, and right. I think NC State does. Yes. Um, I'll talk about this real quick. I think there's tiers of national teams. Where do you think NC State fits in? Here, I'll tell you, really, I have three relevant tiers. I think you have Alabama in its own tier. Right. And then you have a tier of Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, LSU, that's probably it for me. Yes. Of just teams that are good. I don't know about LSU. They're in. I'll give it to them for now. Right. Big win on Saturday. Big win on Saturday. I'll give it to them for now. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they finish with, like, three or four losses. Right. Um, And then I think you have another tier of, like, Florida, uh, Oregon, I'd probably put Penn State in there, yes. Michigan, Texas, Oklahoma. Um, I'm trying to think who else. There's somebody else that I'm missing. Uh, Texas A&M, maybe. Uh, UCF maybe. is probably in this group. Okay. Um, I see where you're going. So. Yeah. These are the, and this is the group I would put NC State in. Okay. Of These are teams that they're not quite playoff good. And th- but these are the teams that are going to be in the New Year's Six, and these are teams that can beat the playoff teams on any given day. Right. And so that that's the group I think NC State's in. Then you'd have another tier of, like, Washington, Wisconsin, where you're like, why are these teams not good? Uh, but that's the group right. I put NC State in. So I think NC State could beat a Clemson or an Ohio State on any given day. You wouldn't expect it to happen. But I wouldn't be surprised. Do you agree with that? Or? Yeah, I think they're probably right right now, the way they're playing right now, I'd put them at the end of that group we were talking yeah. about with those teams um, fighting for New Year's Six positions for bowls. Yeah. Um, definitely have the talent to knock off just about anybody, maybe not Alabama, but maybe, I don't know, on any given day. But um, like you said, definitely wouldn't expect them to go out and beat Clemson yeah. Five times out of ten, no. Right. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe three times out of ten. Two or three. Right. Yeah. I I put. I mean, I'd probably put West Virginia in that group, and I know I'm missing some SEC teams. I just can't. There's too many of them. Yeah. So. There's too many of them. <laughs> uh, so let's get more into the game now. Clemson's a 17 point. Uh, they. I saw one where they started at 20. I saw 18 and a half. And 18 17, and a half. So. Yeah, somewhere in that range. It's gone down since then. I think it's right at 17. I th- I think I saw 16 today. So you know, you never know. Right. It's in that range. It's in the 15 to 17 range. What do you think about that? I didn't like that. I think it's disrespectful. I I was going to use that exact word. I mean, what was the line against Virginia at home? Wasn't it three points when it opened? I think it was. When it opened, yeah, and then it got up to okay, like so it five went up. or six. Yeah. I don't know, but I haven't seen a 17-point point spread for a state game I don't know how long. Last year, I wanted to say it was like 10. 
That's uh, a lot less than 17. Right, but you also have to factor in home field advantage. Okay. And Vegas says home field is worth three points. Three points. So if you look at it, last year's spread would be pretty similar to la this year because State was at home, so that's three points. Now Clemson's at home, so they get three points. You think you the teams are equal, though? Because I don't. No, I don't think they're equal. I As also compared to last year, that's what I'm saying. Oh, oh yeah. Like I think the matchup's the same. I think both teams are better than they were last year. Okay. Um, so... Yeah, 17 is disrespectful, and we can get into the disrespect thing a little more, but I just don't see it being seven. I, I mean, what do I know? Vegas always knows, right? Vegas is the right. smartest guy in the room. That's right. And the old saying, Vegas always knows. I was looking at a list of biggest upsets this year, and there's only been like two or three games where a team, um, maybe it was more like five, where the team that was favored by more than 17 or more lost. So there's not great track record for NC State going into this game, but not that doesn't really that doesn't mean anything once you step no. on the field. I just think, look, NC State has a senior quarterback, a great off, uh, basically an NFL offense without a running without a minus the running game. But I I don't know. Seventeen seems like a lot to me. Yeah, I thought it was. I don't know. Let's talk I about mean, the disrespect. I think it goes back to the. Sorry, I cut you off, but it goes back to the the national brand mentality and the respect from the voters and that there's a – I think right now everyone in the nation sees State as a team that's, oh, they're going to be good this year and probably not the next year, even though they were up in the top 15 last year. Mm -hmm. And they're not getting the respect of teams that, like an LSU, who even has a down year with four losses. Even, that's not really a down year, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that – just because they're LSU, that the spread's not going to be as far. I think um, the other thing that I, it's worth mentioning is Vegas doesn't always put the spread where they think it should be. It's more of to get even money on both sides. Okay. So it's not just we think Clemson is 17 points better than NC State. It's how can we set up a line to um, to say, all right, we got to make sure we get money on – Clemson, we got to make sure we get money on NC State. You're always going to get money on Clemson because they're Clemson. Right. So you can put the line higher in that favor, and that's better for the NC State betters. It's like Alabama. People are always going to bet on Alabama because you go to a casino and you're like, wow, that's Alabama. They're really good. I'm going to bet on them. Right? Just a casual. You get what I'm saying? Right. So that's always going to bump it. Like the Lakers, for right. example. That's something – Always going to happen with them. Same thing with, like, the Patriots or the Yankees. I think Clemson's in that group right now. And so just more casual bettors are going to bet on them. Right. So you're going you're gonna to bump it up a little more. Um, but anyway, the disrespect. NC is really doesn't matter in the – actually, I shouldn't say that. It does matter in the big scheme of things. It doesn't matter in the game. And it probably helps NC State out. The game is at 3.30. I think it helps State out. I think so, too. And Purdue and Ohio State is at 8 o'clock on ABC. That, to me, NC State – I think NC State and Clemson got shafted by the time slot because that 8 p.m. on ABC game, that's the game of the week. Right. And State instead got put on 3.30. I think a lot of people are like, this NC State-Clemson game, that's the game of the week. I think so also. I mean, it's the two highest-ranked teams. Both are unbeaten. And uh, – I just felt, as a fan, I felt disrespected, and I hope the players did too. But I also, I also look for anything that disrespects me, and I just like let it make me upset. So if I was, if I was Doran, I would be like, I'd be like, look, guys, they think Purdue is better than you because they're playing Ohio State at 
right. 8 o'clock on ABC. So, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Probably helps state in this game because that crowd would be a lot, not a lot different, but it would be probably more hostile at night. But Yeah, the crowd noise, I think, at any school at 8 p.m. is going to be a lot different than it is at noon, especially noon. And then uh, yeah. 3.30, it is homecoming for Clemson, and they do lead, lead the league in uh, capacity yeah. uh, percentage-wise every year. So, um, But going back to the disrespect thing, I just think um, – I don't know. It's not a big deal. It's really yeah, not. No. But the other thing is the college game day. A lot of people thought it was going to be coming to Clemson, and this would be a much bigger deal if it was in Raleigh. But I just go back to it. It ma- it like it matters for the exposure, right? Like more people are watching an eight o'clock on ABC game. And I we talked about this last week when we were talking about having all the not last week, a couple weeks ago, having all these noon games. When I was in high school, we did not have cable. So I would not be able to watch this ESPN game. Instead, I would be stuck watching some mediocre Big Ten team get smoked by Ohio State. Or I can't remember what the 3.30 on ABC game is, but it's another Big Ten team that's going to get smoked by somebody else. And, like, that's a big deal to me because I wouldn't have been able to watch it. Right. And, but the game day thing, the exposure matters. Right. The games that are not on cable, Absolutely. more people watch. The exposure of having college game day, even though it's a road game, it matters. Right. And that's like that's how you start taking the next step that we've been talking about. And uh, so not having game day. I mean, last year State had an opportunity, and then it went and lost to Clemson. Um, and if State hadn't lost to Clemson, probably would have gotten it. But this year it was the clear number one choice. And right. And for some reason, I don't know, maybe it was some logistical things with Clemson because they're having homecoming. But this would have been a good opportunity for NC State to get exposure. Right. Um, you know, there's definitely a bright side. Now you don't have a basically a Clemson pep rally for three hours in the morning. Right. And um, the crowd's probably not going to be as I, – I don't know how much game day would affect the crowd, but you get what I'm saying? It was an opportunity for exposure, and instead they decided to go see, like, Washington right. State and Oregon. So I think – I want to see what you think. I think, in general, the ACC is having a down year. I mean, oh, that's the pretty, ACC yeah. is awful. So I wonder if that – mentality across the country is keeping the ACC in general from getting primetime slots and maybe college game day. Because right now, State and Clemson are the only two ranked. Well, this is the only opportunity to come to the ACC. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking that if ESPN wanted an ACC game, then it was this or bust. I mean, I I can't think of another one coming up. I I agree. Unless you just have a week where the schedule is just brutal. Right. So I was kind of surprised they passed up on this opportunity being they haven't done an ACC matchup this year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It seems like they always do a home game. With like Alabama gets a home game, Ohio State gets a home game, Clemson gets a home game. And obviously with them not coming here for this one, there's not really a home game for them to come to. Um, which I guess, like I said, in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. It's not going to matter. The teams don't care about it. No. But it – it matters for exposure, and that's how you help start taking the next next step. <sighs> trying to think of anything else before we get into, like, the game. The actual game. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you this. Is Clemson – where does Clemson and NC State rank in ACC rivalries? Are we just talking football? Yeah. Wow. I mean, especially in the last – Three years. At least three years. Yeah. I can remember a couple more good games. This being the third year. Right. Okay. I mean, it's got to be right on up there with, I mean, Florida State, it's either, 
Florida State Miami is obviously a good game, even though I don't like to call them ACC teams because I'm yeah. old school. So, yeah. but it seems to me either Florida State's really good or Miami, and never both. Right. Even though I think there were a couple and thrown in there. Um, Florida State and Clemson play each other every year, and that was really good right there for a while with um uh, James Winston. When I both thought both of the teams were good. Right. Um, on the coastal, I can't really think of one. Maybe Virginia Tech Miami, but. I don't really feel it. Those so. games are never close, and those teams are never really that good. I just want to say, Virginia Tech is terrible. This if, year? If they end up <laughs> representing the ACC, honestly, whoever represents the Coastal in the championship game, I mean, I was thinking about this today. Would that be the worst co- team in a conference championship game ever? I mean, I still am surprised that Virginia Tech's 3-0 and in the conference. I know they did. They played. They beat Duke on the road, which I, was, I thought Duke was going to beat them at home. Yeah. And they snuck out against Carolina – and whomped Florida State at the beginning of the season. So I guess they still got to play Virginia and Georgia Tech. I think the only reason, to be honest, the only reason they beat Duke was because they lost ODU, and that was a wake-up call. Right. I just think Virginia Tech is awful. Yeah, but they're and, uh, leading the Coastals, so. Yeah, they are, and that's that's what you counts, know I guess. I've never really. So I, I think yeah. NC State-Clemson is the biggest game, and Clemson fans – I I don't really have a problem with Clemson fans. They do have like a superiority complex about them now, which I guess, you know, they that did happens. win a national championships. That so. happens, right? They do not like Dave Dorn. No. And I'll tell you why I think it is. It's because they feel threatened. That's just maybe. Me. They know that they should have lost each of the last 2 years. No matter what they say, they know they should have lost each of the last 2 years. I spent way too much time on message boards, but I just think, like, they they know they should have lost, and they don't like him. And they talk about the laptops, and uh, they still talk about uh, uh, Gallman getting knocked out of the game a couple years ago. And right. they said that they're still upset that that was targeting. And they're like, Doran told him to do that. It wasn't even targeting in the first place. So they really don't like Dave Doran. And I think Dabo Sweeney has thrown a few cheap shots in there. And I think it's because Clemson realizes NC State right. is a is a legitimate challenge to them. I think it's because it's turning into the best rivalry that Clemson's probably had in a long time, going from like year to year, um, having to play the same team over and over, and it being really close and it meaning a lot, especially last year and especially this year. And so that's, I mean, Duke fans don't like Carolina fans, and they don't right. like each other's coaches. I mean, so I think some of that's going on, not at the same scale because they're not eight miles apart, but well, still. I, I think uh, I think the Clemson-Florida State rivalry was better than this is right now. But for me, I don't really subscribe to the theory that it's not a real rivalry until the other team wins. But I definitely think that NC State winning would push this rivalry to another level. Right. And obviously opportunity for that. Uh, this week. When's the last time? I don't even know the answer. Uh, to be honest, I don't know the answer to this. When's the last time NC State played in a game this big? We t- I, I guess that we talked about I this a little know. bit earlier with the Notre Dame game last year. It's been a, this is it's, the biggest yes. game I can remember. This is yeah. bigger than last I year. I think I put it ahead of Notre Dame last year just because Notre Dame last year was a non-conference game and yeah. everyone was still talking, went out and go to the college football playoff. Okay, well, they lost that game. And then the next game at home against Clemson was really big because you win that one, you go to the ACC championship game. Okay, well, they lost that one. And so the the fact that State lost to Notre Dame before they played Clemson takes away from how big yeah. the Clemson game was. And State had two losses, even though they still could have won the division. 
So, I, yeah, this year, being undefeated, I know they had a chance in 2010 to go to the championship game, and that's about it. But this year, since they're undefeated and Clemson's number three now, I think this has got to be it. Yeah, it's bigger, Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I agree. This is the biggest one I can remember. Definitely bigger than last year. Let's get into the game. Flemson. Uh, Flemson. Clemson has like a freshman that. quarterback. And I think that's where NC State's advantage is. Right. I think uh, a couple stats is he's fumbled the football at least one time in the past two games, really? maybe three games. So Okay, yeah. Freshmen make mistakes. We've seen it. We've seen it with Ricky Person. Ricky Person's a great player. He fumbled once. He's had a couple, couple of bad runs. Freshmen make mistakes. That's why they're freshmen. And NC State, Ryan Finley doesn't really make mistakes. I mean, he's made a few here recently, but in the grand scheme of things. Not enough to cost him a game so far, obviously, at right. 5-0. and And to me, that's where NC State's advantage is. If I'm NC State, I want defensively, I want to force Clemson to go down the field. I want to basically make Trevor Lawrence beat you. Right. Make Trevor Lawrence outduel Ryan Finley. Right. I don't think he can do it. Yeah, State's – I think the key for State's defense is don't let them run the football. I mean, they Clemson had 471 yards against Wake Forest. You cannot let them run the football because that, that just makes it that much easier for Trevor Lawrence. So make him, make him run the offense – and make him if they're going to beat state they have to make him be the best player on the field when Clemson's offense is on and state's defense is on i think Clemson yeah if i'm nc state's defense don't give up the big play which they've done this year they've done that limit Travis Etienne is really really good right and don't don't let him beat you and make like i said make Trevor Lawrence out to Ryan Finley if we c- if you can make this a Big 12 game where each team throws for 600 yards right. and the score is in the 60s, do that. That's what I would want. Um, offensively, I think it's going to be – personally, I don't care if State runs the ball, but I know that that's going to be a big focus for right. the coaches. I saw some stat where like teams that rush for over four yards per carry against Clemson, that like doesn't help at all. So, to me, go with the passing game. Passing game. I just think the more State's offense is able to wear down Clemson's defense, the easier easier it will be in the third and fourth quarters and then the longer Clemson's offense is sitting on the sideline and just trying to get them out of a rhythm, you know. Mm -hmm. If State can have one of those seven-minute drives in the second quarter, well, that's half the quarter, and that basically derails – Especially if State starts with the ball. State will have the ball twice, and Clemson will have it once in the entire quarter. And I know you said throw the ball, throw the ball, get up into the 60s, and if they do that, then it won't happen. So I think I don't know which one might be better for them to try to hold the football and make it a low-scoring game or come out gunslinging. Yeah, it's tough. I think – I mean, the coaches make the money for for a good reason. That's right. And – They've come out with excellent game plans in my mind the last couple of years. And I don't expect anything else this year. They'll right. have they'll have the players ready to go. Coaches will be ready to go. And I, I don't have much doubt about it. The, 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 on the flip side, Clemson's going to be ready to go too because right. this is their biggest game of the year. Their fans aren't going to want to admit it. But, like, this is it if you're Clemson. If you're Clemson, you make it past this game, 
clear sailing from here on out. Right. And so, you know, I know a lot of people talk about – we talked about it earlier in the year when State was playing like JMU and, and Georgia State. You're saving plays for certain teams. This is the this game. This is it. This is when all the plays that you've saved That's up. That's right. This is when you use them. I think State's bust out uh, either a wide receiver pass or a halfback pass every time against Clemson in the past couple weeks. Since Doran's been there, I think. But plays like yeah. that that – when drives, you know, feel like they start to stall, maybe bust one of those out and keep it going, stuff like that. Could I, we see a fake punt? I doubt has it. Has State ever ran a fake punt? I The last one I remember was in the bowl game, Jay Sam's freshman year right. when they snapped it to him. The direct I don't see a fake punt. I don't like fake punts. No, if you're going to go for it, go for it. That's right. I mean, you've got you've got an NFL quarterback and NFL receivers. Put them out there. That's right. And so. go for it. So I uh, Fake punts only work when it's – at midfield, and it's fourth and 12, and your punter's really fast, and he yeah. just runs. Yeah. And somehow you get the defending team to realize that he still has a ball when he starts running down the field. Dallas does it really well. They only run it once every two years, though. So, the, You can't run it very You can't run it more than once a year. Right. But um, I think it'll be big. The other thing is State can't beat themselves. State almost beat themselves against Clemson, or I mean Boston College, right. dominated the game, then a bunch of turnovers, and then the special teams. Special mistakes. teams. I think it's good that they got that out of the way. Now you know, okay, we can work on it. Because say you have the same issue in the Boston College game, but they just don't block the kick, or the punt just doesn't get blocked. You get what I'm saying? Say Ricky Person had started carrying the ball differently, but like – Looser, I guess. If I don't know if that's the right, right right term, but it doesn't get knocked out. Now you know, like, okay, we got to work on these things. Right. You get what I'm saying? That's right. So it's not like now you now you've learned. Okay, we could be exposed on field goal kicking. Right. So now you've had a week to clean that up. We could be exco- exposed on punting. Now you've cleaned that up. So in a way, I think that those things happening were good, and it sets state up better for this game. Um, yeah, State's going to have to obviously limit the mistakes, especially when special teams are on the field. I mean, you cannot afford to give up a special team's punt block, field goal block, or touchdown at all. Or return. And that's what I keep going back to. Do not lose the game on special teams. Right. State? It's I, happened too much. I don't think you can win. I've, I can't remember if I said this last week or not. I don't believe that you can win a game on special teams, but you can definitely lose it. And if I'm state, just kick the ball through the end zone. Did we talk about this last week? We did. I think yeah. we talked about it every week, though. So yeah, kick the ball through the end zone, even on punts. Even even if on it's pun- possible. I mean, you can. There's no really no harm in trying to pin a guy inside the ten because they're not returning it if you're punting that close. But don't lose the game on special teams and ride or die with your with your fastball. Joe Giglio likes to say that. Ride or die with your fastball. Your fastball is Ryan Finley, Jacoby Myers, and Kelvin Harmon. Let right. them do it. That's right. So, I, you know, you talk about the trick plays. Yeah, those are great. But when it comes down to it, those are the guys I'm riding or dying with. And, um, you know, we'll see. I don't really think State has to run the ball. I said that earlier. They're going to try to. Right. But, I mean, State's better on third and long than they are on third and short. That's so right. It's kind of like it Funny how that happens. It doesn't really even matter. So, I mean, it <laughs> – Every football game can come down to third downs, really. But the state's at six over right. 50%. I want to say 
And that seems unsustainable. But if they can sustain it for one more game, right. that will be huge. I think the two biggest things State has going for them right now is third down offense and rushing defense for I, this I'd game. say red zone defense. Red zone defense. Uh, yeah. Well, I, mean, I think State's rushing defense has been, excuse me, just incredible so far. Yeah. Minus the quarterback scrambles by Danucci in the first game, which they've, they've obviously they've, fixed that. Yep. Um, so those two things I think they're going to heavily rely on. I think so. And and the other thing is going to be in the red zone. Who wins the red zone battle? I can tell you right now. State, I'm, go, I'm going to pick State to win this game. But here's where State is going to lose it if they lose it. Not scoring, not scoring touchdowns in the red zone versus right. giving up touchdowns instead of field goals, which is something they've done all year. They've scored touchdowns and allowed field goals. Right. The third downs. Make sure you're getting off the field, and uh, make sure you're staying on the field and special teams. Right. If State can do those three things well, I think State wins the game. I also think so, but I don't know how well they're going to be able to, you know. Convert third downs. I mean, I don't think they've seen defense as good as Clemson. And no. also, State's no. biggest problem so far is getting off the field on third down, I think, on, like, those weird third and eights, third and nines. Yeah, I, I can look that up real so. quick. I, my thing is just make Trevor Lawrence – I said this earlier, but make Trevor Lawrence beat you. Right. Make him drive down the field. Make him do all those things. And, um, you know, he – I'm not saying he can't do it, but he hasn't needed to do it. He hasn't played in a big game. You know, uh, Kelly Bryant is the one who bailed them out in those games against Texas A&M. And then Syracuse, obviously, the backup had to come in. So we don't know if Trevor Lawrence can do it. He probably can, but this is his first big game. Right. And um, so we'll see. What, What was I looking up? Third downs? Third down defense. Third down defense. State's... 33%, 33%, fourth in the ACC. Clemson is third with 27%. So you're right there. That's where that's what it's going to come down to. The other thing is State's only had 66 third down opportunities, which is kind of mind-boggling. But uh, And then third down conversion, State's at 61%, which is 12% better than Virginia, the next team. Clemson is 40.8%. So State's got the big advantage on offense, and they're Clemson has a slight advantage on defense. So we'll see. That's what this game that I that's what the game comes down to for me. Can Trevor Lawrence lead Clemson down the field four or five times into the end zone to keep up with NC State? Right. So maybe Travis Etienne is the guy that does it. I don't know. Actually let's uh, let's look up rushing defense real quick. Uh State is third in the ACC, 107.4 yards per game, 3.7 yards per carry. Clemson is allowing 2.5 yards per carry, which is ridiculous, and 108.3 yards per game. Those numbers are slighted because they s- they've played two option teams. Right. So those teams are only running the ball. So, the uh, you know it'd be interesting to see what they are without those two games in. Um, but, you know. And Clemson is running for 280 yards per game, which is second behind Georgia Tech, who's running for 350. Obviously an option team. State is 12th with 144.8. But obviously the last two weeks it's been a lot better with Ricky Person. 
That's it for me. You got anything else to add? We've talked about a lot. I, I mean, mean, I always say for State to win the big games, they have to win the turnover battle. But it's funny. I don't think – as I long as they so don't either. lose it. As long I as agree. they don't lose it this week, they can still win. So, you know, it, I think turnovers more come down to when and where you lose it. I mean, Ryan Finley threw an interception in the end zone. Okay, make them go all the way down the field. Right. But like or when like State, a Hail Mary. Right, but when State yeah. went to Clemson two years ago and the first play of the second half – Pick interception six. right there in the red zone those those are the ones that really hurt yeah no i agree and um you know a lot of times i i say you got to play from ahead if you're the if you're the if you're not the favorite i don't think state needs to play from ahead i think state can come from behind against this team because you know the offensive line matches up so well against clemson's defensive line so it'll be interesting it'll be a good game i'll be down there um StubHub Stub Hub says I will not be down there. <laughs> Just absolutely crazy what yeah. they're going for this weekend. It's the so. biggest game of the year for Clemson. That's right. That's so right. It's the biggest game of the year for NC State, obviously. But that really would have been the case either way, no matter what State's record was. Yes. So, um, I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be a great game. I, I was thinking about this on the way over here. This has game of the year in college football potential. Not right. saying it happens. It has that potential. In my opinion. Because, you know, you always look back and they're like, wow, that was a crazy game. Right. I could see this being one of those games. Okay. So. I don't, I don't think it's quite the Iron Bowl, but I see where you're going. No, not the Iron Bowl. I'm just saying, like, in I terms of joking. just. joking. Okay. I'm yeah. just saying in terms of, like, how good the game is. Not in terms of, like, hype or anything. Right. I got you. But how good the game is. We'll see. I think State does. St- I th- I think State gets it done. Do you now? I, <laughs> I've got a weirdly optimistic feeling. I'm an optimistic person in general. I think State gets I, – I, I don't know. I think State gets it done. I think Ryan Finley has – Ryan Finley has the game. He, I talked about this before the year. He hasn't had a game where he's put the team on his back and, like, won the game for the team. And he's had plenty of opportunities. This is another opportunity. And to be honest, if he loses, it might be his last. Right. So this is it. This is this is the opportunity for Ryan Finley to say. Oh, he's zero and seven in last, last two minute drives or something like that, like end of the game drives to tie or win. Zero for seven. I think he makes it one for eight. NC State comes up with a last second stop, and wins thirty eight thirty five. I, I just think this is it. I. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity for the program. It's an opportunity for Finley. It's an opportunity for Harmon. Right. It's an opportunity for Pratt. It's an opportunity for Roseboro. Those guys can make themselves a lot of money this week. That's right. And I think Ryan Finley in particular will will do it. I am just so so torn about this one. I I can't see the leadership on State's team losing another close game to Clemson. I just. They have to be absolutely distraught by now and just so frustrated. And I'm distraught as a fan. Yeah, <laughs> are you now? Uh, they've probably – I can't even imagine. But I think – I haven't been able to make up my mind in a month about this one. I go back and forth all yeah. the time. So I think Clemson by one or two points, I mean just crazy close. But – one one too many plays for Clemson and one too less for State. That that's all I have to say. I can't decide. So yeah, if I it's could a say coin it, flip. if it's I could, if it's the NFL, I literally call it a tie. But yeah. it's not the NFL. So 
the other thing about it, this is the last thing I'll say. I know I've had a lot to say about it. I think two years ago when State went down there, I think State surprised them. Right. And, like, that's what you need for upsets is you got to be surprised. Clemson is not going to be surprised by NC State. And they weren't surprised last year, and they right. would have lost the game if Naheem Hines was healthy. But State, that's the problem with being good. We always talk about State beating good teams. Like, State always pulls the upset and loses another game that you're not supposed to lose. But that was when State could surprise teams. As this NC State team cannot surprise anybody anymore. And it doesn't have to do anything with the disrespect from ESPN or or rankings or whatever, but the coaches know. Dabo Sweeney knows right. that this is Clemson's biggest game. The rest of the coaches in the ACC know. Look, NC State is, is right there. You have to show up for NC State, and that is a big game. And it's not just like you're overlooking and then you get surprised by NC State. It's not happening anymore. So that's something that doesn't go in – Clemson's and uh, C State's favor, but I don't think it matters. I think State wins 38-35. I mean, State's obviously a really good football team, and Clemson's obviously a really good football team. And my grand my grandfather said it's going to be a real humdinger, so which it totally is. Sounds um, like it's going to be a good game. That's right. <laughs> um, I just I haven't been able to decide, and I'm just torn sitting here right yeah. now. Uh, yeah. So no, I I I get you. It's it's right there. It's a tough game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. A lot of Clemson fans think it's going to be a blowout. If let me just say, if the Clemson players are thinking the same way as the, if the Clemson players are thinking the same way as their fans, State's going to win this game by three touchdowns. Right. Because the fans are just completely overlooking State. That'll do it. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. It's been a lot of discussion. I've had a lot on my mind this week. We know you have. I get, I get, I get excited ahead of these games. The the campus is buzzing. Everyone's excited. I had a friend ask me who I don't know. I don't know. Last time you watched a football game, what are we doing for the game? So everyone's all into it. Um, it's gonna be a great weekend. And if State can pull it out, they'll probably shut down Hillsboro for probably a month. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, ahead of these emotional games, I just like so like I just spend so much time thinking about it. Less time sleeping, less time doing homework, you know, all that stuff. But regardless of what happens, we'll be back next week uh, to talk about it and talk about where State goes from there. Ahead of another big game against uh, Syracuse. Syracuse. Yep. So uh, that'll be do it. Thanks for uh, sticking with us. And make sure you check back again next week. Thanks for listening to The Howler, a service of PAC TV. Find out more at go.ncsu.edu slash sports.